Welcome to JV Reads the Tea. The T stands for tarot, honey. I'm JV Hampton Van Sant. Each week, I am joined by a guest and I read their tarot cards. I use the Wild Unknown deck and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit decks by Kim Kranz to dive deep with a special six-card reading. And, of course, we go on usually pretty related tangents. So grab your wand, light a candle, and let's spill that tea, honey. What is up, witches and bitches, and welcome back to JV Reads the Tea. Today, my guest is Daniel Spencer. Say hi to everyone. Hi, everybody. Yay! All right, and now now I can, because I successfully got through the actual intro portion, I can drop that level of energy because it's wild and weird. Anyway, um, so... I don't know, wild and weird energy is kind of my thing, so, like... I, that I'm, works. I'm in support of it, but obviously, you know, you do you. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I would, I would totally keep that energy up if I had it. Um, energy is in short supply. We are in a pandemic, and for some reason, energy was a thing they they that it has been rationed. I don't know. I no, don't know. Very um, true. <laughs> but in any case, doesn't require uh, a whole lot of energy to do to do. Well, to do specifically this kind of podcast, which is lovely. Um, but I think a good place to start would be to tell the people where they might know you from. Uh, sure. So um, I have done a few podcasts. Uh, I was GM for the Bike Brigade podcast for a while. Uh, hmm. And currently my uh, most active podcast is a Concept Podcast, where we talk about uh, concept albums and go through song by song like it's an episode of a TV show and talk about how it advances the plot along and everything. And we're currently recording our second season on the original Monster Mash album. Uh, uh, I, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I. <laughs> yeah. A- after the success of the single of the Monster Mash, uh, Bobby Boris Pickett wrote a whole album that's mostly about trying to recapture the success of the single, The Monster Mash, and oh, his no. feud with Dracula to do so. Oh my god. Oh it no. It is buck wild, and I'm so excited. We've got some really great guests lined up, and it's, <laughs> it's going to be insane. I... <laughs> We've reached a moment where a simple fact has broken me. Um, I don't like. I don't know how I didn't know that existed. Like, I truly don't know how I would have missed that. Well, one really being a Halloween under kid. the radar because it's oh. it's bad. Well, is that, the thing about it is it's it's bad. That'll do it. I mean, I was a Halloween kid, so this is one of those things where, like, I feel like I still should have heard it. Like, I was also you know absolutely I mean? a Halloween kid, uh, and uh, still still am. Uh, but I didn't find yeah. out about it until three years ago, maybe. Oh. And my, I've never looked back. Oh, oh my! <laughs> well, listeners, I will be tooting the hill, and I hope y'all y'all do so right along with me, because Jesus, <laughs> oh my God! I don't know that I've listened to just generally a whole lot of concept albums overall. Like I'm sure um, insofar as like there are concepts behind any body of work. Right. Um, but like a real fleshed out, like this is the sole concept that went into this entire thing, or this is the big story that tracks throughout this whole thing. I truly don't think I've listened to a single one like that. Um <laughs> I mean, oh, it's man. it's tricky because like some of them are very, I love the, no, no pun intended, I love the concept of them. I love the idea <laughs> of narrative music and telling a story throughout several songs, but mm. so many of them are so poorly done. Like one of the, mm. uh, our first season, which we lost half of the episodes for, I'm not going to get into all of that, but mm-hmm. it was on... Uh, the Who's Tommy, which oh. like one of the first big concept albums, uh, 
But oh boy, is it just really bad things happening to Tommy over and over again. And no one, no one (laughs) gets their comeuppance. It's just, it's, it's rough. And I think a lot of narrative albums kind of suffer from that of like, we have to have this drama and this like, we have to have something that moves the plot along. So we're going to have just really bad stuff happen. And it just makes it kind of dark and hard to get through. Um, uh, that checks out. That checks out as to why I wouldn't even have tried um, yeah. with a lot of them. Yeah, I think what tends to happen for me just in general is I tend to like individual songs um, off of any given album. Um, and usually the, the wild thing is usually the songs I like have a clear story somehow hidden within the song hidden. It's usually not very hidden. Um, I'm a big fan of the ballad. That is just a thing that is true about me as a human being. Um, <laughs> I... The rock ballad is <laughs> it's a very <laughs> special thing to me. I, I love it a lot. Um, I think one of my absolute favorites is Where the Wild Roses Grow, despite the fact that that song is very weird. Um, and the... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but no, yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah, but it's so it's so fun. But I cannot imagine, like, I just imagine, like, specifically with even just that song. Imagine stretching that entire song and making that more than just that one song. No, no, I wouldn't even have time. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have time to go through all of it and to like really think about it and sit with it. I suppose it's music made for music connoisseurs more than anything else. I would guess. I I suppose some some of them are. Um, I mean, uh, for right. for sure, the original Monster Mash is not. It's made mm. that, as a concept album. It's made for I think um, just for Bobby Boris Pickett and his <laughs> excitement to do a lot of voices. I think that's basically it. Ah, uh, ah, uh, well. <laughs> I I don't know that as a voice actor I can blame somebody for writing a project wherein they get to do a lot of voices. Um Yeah, I mean I'm with you on hmm. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I Yeah. <laughs> like there's there's an entire role in a thing I'm working on where um I could absolutely have called somebody to do it. Um and I didn't, so I will be doing it uh, because I, I, I forgot. I guess. No, I can't even give myself that I forgot. I, I was thinking about it actively, and then was just like, ah, I'll just do this part. I don't, I don't want to go out and ask somebody else to take their to take time out of their busy days to do this. Um, I will just make myself sound and look ridiculous and absolutely ruin this scene, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> oh man. Uh, but in any case, um, so I, I've, I've been looking at these cards, right? And mm-hmm. so what, what, how I, how I make sure that I have formed a connection between the human being um, who I'm reading for and the, and, you know, like me all the way over here, um, separated by the, whatever amount of distance it is. I, um, I listen to, <laughs> I listen to something that they uh, have recorded so that I can hear, um, so I can hear their voice. Cause I, I tend to connect well to people's voices um <laughs> and the audio clip that I chose um <laughs> the audio thing that I chose specifically oh boy um <laughs> was uh <laughs> was your episode of ring my bell because I'd already <laughs> listened to it and it was just like right there and it's <laughs> um and I didn't get super far into it I was still on the taco section but like <laughs> Like, I don't know. I just felt like I should tell you what I what I used while I was drawing these. So I was having a good old good little chuckle as I was drawing all of this. Um, but well, yeah, I, I appreciate that. That's one of my favorite guest spots that I've done recently. Uh, mm-hmm. Because that's that's just such a crazy, crazy wild show. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It I have only listened to a few episodes. I haven't gone through and listened to um every single one of them yet because uh time, I yeah. guess. Um sure. Uh but time isn't really a full reason. I do like it though. I like the show a lot and I like the concept. It's quite fun. Um yeah, that's, I just felt like pointing that out that that was the that, that was the audio I chose to listen to. I don't know that that's going to fully color anything about this. I did feel like I should tell you just in case it did. Um, but yeah, so starting in the past position card, we've got. Um, I I will have to clarify something about this card in a second, but. Um, we have the Mother of Pentacles, um, and I also... Ooh, shit. You know what I did forget? I did forget that I... I forgot to tell you that I'm going to be sending you photos of these uh, while we talk so that you can physically see the actual cards. Oh, now, yeah, this one would be, um, in a regular deck, would be the uh, Queen of Pentacles. Mm-hmm. Um, and this deck does this weird thing where all of those... Uh, <clears throat> where all of the court cards are like they go by members of a family so it would be father mother son and daughter okay um yeah that's sort of uh that's only sort of important because they appear multiple times within this um so yeah but this one is a little deer on it and uh a little, a little Ooh, doe i suppose cute. yeah just chilling there with her with her little with her little kid right next to her. I forgot what the what the name is for a deer child. Um a deer child. That's funny. Anyway. Um, <laughs> a deer baby. Ha ha. Um that's <laughs> she, she's just chilling with I feel like the word is fawn, but I also feel like that's not it. Like I don't I don't know. I don't know. Y'all I took a nap when I wasn't supposed to today, so I my brain dead, decimated. It's bad. Um, but anyway, she's chilling here. Oh yeah, I don't know why I described it to y'all because y'all can visually see it in every podcatcher because it's the episode art. Um, so it's the first card. The reading them from uh, from left to right. It's the one in the top left. Um, anyway. <clears throat> This card, um, these cards usually represent a person of some kind, um, either um, a person, a type of personality that we have, um, or I suppose a better way to refer to that in a way that doesn't sound like multiple personality disorder um, would be the, like, a version of a hat that we wear, Um, or straight up just an external person. Like a person that we know. Um, So the Mother of Pentacles is domestic, loving, and patient. Um, The Mother of Pentacles excels in the home. She knows exactly what to do while raising a family and tending to tasks of daily life. There's a potential for her identity to become wrapped around, wrapped entirely, excuse me, wrapped entirely around her children and home, which leaves her needy and attached. Um... This is the cause of most of her turmoil. She often has qualities of a healer and is very connected to nature. Did any part of that resonate? <laughs> um, it's fine if it doesn't. Um, not, it yeah, might become clearer later. Not, not off the bat. No. Okay. All right. Well, we shall we shall look back at this one and see if it comes up again later on. Okay. By which I mean, I do know that there is part of this that is going to come up later on for reasons. Um, yeah, just yep. Um, hold on a sec. Did I get the right card here? Yes, I did. The wild thing is, this one does not look like what it sounds. So like I'm gonna show you um I'm gonna show you this one, and you're probably going to think that it that it means something kind of dark because the art on it is a little bit dark. 
Um, but this one is the Six of Swords. Okay. Yeah. So, like, it looks kind of dark, right? Like, it, something mm-hmm. about it looks really dark. I'm presuming it's, I don't know, all the swords are just sort of surrounded by shadow. Um, there is a lovely rainbow at the top, which I suppose is why this card means hope at last and also travel. Um, so, yeah, this card really, truly can just be summed up with hope at last and travel. So if um, if things have been kind of difficult recently, this card sort of indicates that things are are straightening out and um, starting to make sense a little bit more. I know that um, when we were, you know, talking prior to prior to me clicking record, um, you mentioned that uh, you are currently working on um, sort of consolidating, not consolidating, that feels like a different, combining um, your, your day job with another portion of a different job within the place that you work. This feels like that could be a little bit that, but it also could be something completely different. Um, It could be like it just overall as a card. This one refers to a recovery from a difficult period. And look, there is hope. There is hope on the horizon. Look over there at that lovely, lovely rainbow. Oh, Uh, it's so gorgeous. Yes. Marvelous. Ah. Marvelous. I mean, mm-hmm. I do feel like just for the past, uh, I don't know, week or so, th- things have been feeling generally a little more hopeful because mm. uh, there's been kind of this tough time for uh, four years or something. Uh, That's true. That has you know. kind of pinnacled in the past <laughs> year. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, also, I feel like maybe that's too uh, generic and wide. I mean, I'm going to be honest, this was one of those cards that I do also refer to as one of the pandemic cards. Um, (laughs) There are several cards in this deck that honestly are straight up pandemic related cards. Um, And this is one of them, but like only as we near the end of um, only as we near the end of it, not even saying that we're nearing the end of that. We're near we were near the end of something. Something did recently come to an end. Something delightfully just came to an end. Um, Honestly, I was prefer. I was honestly hoping that we would have gotten some uh, some childish kicking and screaming. Um, (laughs) That like actual physical um, childish kicking and screaming. I really wanted that, but also was like, okay, so I guess you could hold it together for all like three minutes um, while the cameras were flashing. Okay, cool. I guess, fine. Um, Thankfully, there wasn't a scene that was kind of nice. And also, we did get that Bernie meme. We did, and that's been one of the highlights of the past week. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Every, Every place that the Bernie meme has shown up has been... Oh, has been iconically good, and I just, uh, people are are kicking it out the park in in terms of like very comedic memes involving involving that man holding his mail. Someone I think on Reddit <laughs> has started photoshopping him into Where's Waldo pictures, <gasps> and like painting his coloring so he doesn't like really stand out, and it's oh my god. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's so funny and so good. See, these are the moments where the internet is good. Yes. <laughs> these are the moments where the internet is a good thing. And the internet has like provided us with something delightful. I will say there was one like weird thing that was kind of going around a little bit, which was... um for a lot of people, I guess, I don't even know that I'll say a lot of people. I will say people who have been on the internet a little bit too long and are a little too angry about it. Um, is there are some people who are like, it feels weird that this meme of a white dude sitting in a chair um, is overshadowing the fact that we have our first black uh, female vice president, which 
I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's true. I think we got both, and I think we can be happy about both. That's Absolutely. where I stand on that, personally. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder how Bernie does feel about that meme, though. I hope he's fine with it. Um, he did look really bored, though. That was... <laughs> It just looks so bored and and very much like very much again like yeah I'm I have errands to run I only stopped here briefly um and honestly the the Subaru is idling and we we got to go um just beautiful just a beautiful thing um but yes so uh hope Things are hopeful. Things are good. Things are looking like they're going to get a bit better. However, oh, now no. we veer off into problems. Oh. And, uh, well, JVY. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but technically, this one is not my fault. Um, <laughs> based on what this card is, this one is not my fault. I apologize that this one has worms on it. Um, That'll make sense in a minute. But <laughs> this one is uh, the Five of Swords, which features on it uh, worms being cut in half, which is interesting <laughs> for a few reasons. Um, it was an interesting choice for this card to have worms on it, because worms, if you cut them in half famously, will there will then suddenly be two worms and not just one of them, which is cool. A cool thing that worms can do. Yeah. Um, so there is an element of hope within this as well. I haven't even told you what the card means yet. This card means self-destruction. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is the card of self-destruction. This is the card of self-destructive tendencies. Oh, now, I mean, that I I resonate with. I figured. Um, <laughs> I figured not that. I didn't mean that to be shady towards you specifically. In <laughs> I meant that like a, we all have self-destructive tendencies, and I was like, no, this this checks out <laughs> from one human being to another. I no, recently I, had yeah. uh, like so th throughout most of last year, I used um, virtual therapy, uh, mm -hmm. and it was extremely helpful because I'm. I hate in-person therapy with a passion. Oh, same. Uh, My God. And so, like, being able to do it online was hugely helpful to the point mm -hmm. where my therapist was like, hey, I don't think you really need me anymore. Like, Hell we're, yeah. we're at a great point. Uh, so we oh parted ways, and I was having this, like, I was thinking to myself, trying to figure out why I felt an urge to do something self-destructive. Like there wasn't even anything specific. It was just like, mm. I just generally want to do something self-destructive. And uh. like I had the realization that it's because recently things have been going fairly well for me. And like, I've been mm -hmm. able to save up some money. I've been able to like really hit a lot of the goals that I've been putting out there. And if mm -hmm. I choose to do something self-destructive, then that is controlling the future. Whereas if something happens to me where I then lose all of this progress that I've made, which is, is a thing that happens frequently, uh, mm -hmm. where like every time I feel like I'm getting ahead, something happens and I fall, fall back behind. But if I make it happen, then I'm still in control. If it's something uh, that doesn't ha that that I that happens that I don't have any control over, I I lose control, and that's not I'm not in control of my own life. But if I make it happen, then it's okay because I'm still in control, and that uh, yes. was a huge breakthrough that I had without therapy, which was a really weird feeling. That's I honestly props to you for realizing that. I I went to school for psychology and I still have that problem. Um <laughs> like I, I went to literal school for psychology, for counseling psychology specifically, and we talked about that almost incessantly, and yet I could not like note when that was coming up in me when that was happening. Um happens less so now, but 
I don't know, there are moments wherein it does sort of happen periodically. It's always good to check in with ourselves when that is happening. Um, and also to know to know all of the signs of of that in general. Um also this feels like a like a part of anxiety overall. Um like a like a sort of undiscussed portion of anxiety, which is just life is weird um, when things feel like they're going well um, and we have anxiety, you know, uh, mm -hmm. that is literally waiting for the other shoe to drop. Uh, well, not literally, but like, I mean, maybe literally. I don't know how you store your shoes, but um, <laughs> sorry, that was a weird joke. Anyway, um, <laughs> but like, I, it's it's us waiting for the other shoe drop and thinking, ah, yeah, well, either, well, either we can drop this shoe or I can throw this shoe. Neither of these are good for the shoe. Right. <laughs> I'm just loving this shoe metaphor. Um, also, the concept <laughs> of throwing a shoe is weird. Um, but I guess we, I don't know, it's possible. Uh, it's always possible to, to, throw a shoe and i suppose possibly injure it i'm also presuming this is a high heel and i really don't know why um anyway my imagination has run away with me on this particular I moment <laughs> just a high heeled the red high heeled pump we are either waiting for it to drop or we're throwing it at somebody um yeah. which may cause the heel to snap off because if the heel is improperly made honestly that'll happen but um, it's good. It, one, it's amazing to that you made that connection while not actively going and talking to a professional about it. Um, were you able to come up with like um, some form of situation um, or like some form of tactic for when those sort of thoughts and desires popped up? Uh, yes. So basically, when I am feeling like being self-destructive, I think it, it stems from, uh, a worrying about the future, right. Uh, which obviously is not something that I can actively control. Uh, mm -hmm. but I think it's worrying partially because I'm starting to feel like I don't have control of things. So then making a small decision, uh, or creating something, uh, will mm. help kind of get that, out of my system. Ah, uh, yeah, that so checks out. I have specifically recently jumped way back into making music um, mm. more, more than I have in 10 years. Uh, and it's mm. been amazing and fantastic. Nice. I That's think I, I think I saw that in a tweet and I think I commented on it um, so. at, at the like rate of um, at just the sheer rate of like production, which I thought was super cool. Um, but that's awesome. That is that is an awesome way to handle that. That is absolutely a wonderful way to deal with it. So Thank well you. done I can't there. Wait to see how it's going to bite me in the ass. Uh, according oh, to the rest of this now. read <laughs> come on now I don't think it will I don't know that it will I think this is one of the other fun things about this particular location on it calling it problems is also giving it a lot because sometimes it's just weird scenario that we should be aware of because this is this in itself like in the description of this card is a card of warning. It doesn't mean necessarily that like this is a thing that is going to happen. It's a thing we need to be aware of that might happen. Um so it could be an an actual problem or a potential problem. Um so I would say that the potential problem is the is the the problem would have sort of arisen if you hadn't noticed that the problem was going to be there and you hadn't like come up with a plan, an effective and amazing plan, by the way, creating things when you are worried, when you are like stressed out overall, because I did do a whole entire unit in arts therapy um, slash that's my minor. So, of course, I did a unit and whatever. That's fine. Um, anyway, um <laughs> one of the things that that making things generally helps us with is that sense of fear so great 
great that you reached that specific conclusion. Hats off to you on that. Because well, thank you. Oof. Yeah, like it's a it can be really tough to come up with those strategies um, with just in general. Like it can be really difficult to come up with those strategies, uh, which is why I recommend to everybody that you should go to BetterHelp. I don't, this is not a sponsored show. I don't know why I was pretending like this was a sponsored thing and that was an ad pivot. It's not. Um, they're not sponsoring me. And I don't even use them anymore, which is funny. Um, I do still have a therapist. I just... Um, uh, with how my health insurance works, it didn't make sense for me to be paying to use BetterHelp when I could have just not paid anything and gone to see the same therapist. Um, oh yeah, that that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, it was it was real helpful to realize that honestly. Um, one of the joys, one of the good things that came out of the pandemic overall is uh, telemedicine, a thing that we should have had years ago that we had access to years ago absolutely mm-hmm. but a thing we only just implemented because we had no choice but to implement it and sometimes that's how we move ourselves forward yeah. um which uh, uh, yeah so the solution Humanity. section slash potentially another problem but i doubt this one is a problem it just doesn't seem like it would be um is and this one's got a little snake on it um and i i like this one it's, oh, nope, I almost put the wrong card there. That's not helpful. Boop. Um, there we go. <clears throat> it is the Son of Wands. Now, the Son of Wands is an interesting little one. An interesting little snake. I apologize that the perspective on this image is just terrible. Um, like, I, <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, but the top of it just sort of there's something shining off of the top of it, basically. Um, like if there if the end of the wand had like a little star on it, it's basically there that star is shining, and then there's a snake wrapped around it, um, which is always lovely. But the snake. Yeah, in the, the snake. Wow. But the Son of Wands as a card. Um, <laughs> but the snake card um, is uh, charming and, and adventurous. Um, now, remember, these cards tend to be um, either people or like a personality within us. Um, this might be sort of a thing, sort of a, a channel this type situation. Um put this hat on and go through this process with this mindset kind of thing. I'll okay. read the whole thing. I find that's helpful with the people cards. Uh, well, court cards, but people cards because they're people. And I like that. Anyway, um, the son of wands is a true charmer. He's handsome and adventurous and seems to say all the right things. Some call him a white knight of the tarot. Um, <clears throat> but, at some point, you may find he becomes hard to know. Trust your instinct with this one. Perfection is an illusion. So, I think what that could be, um, not so much as it being a problem, but as you go through and... Oh, also, I guess another note with this is that the wands as a suit overall um, represent creativity and the act of creation. Um, that's sort of the realm in which they inhabit. And pentacles, I mentioned because that the next card is a pentacles card as well. Um, that represents sort of finances and potentially work um, and things of that nature. Um, swords, I forgot what swords represent. I can figure that out, though. One quick second. Whoop. Um, swords are, other than swords, just in general, being very, very pretty. Um, <laughs> I mean, accurate. <laughs> swords are lovely. Or at least I think they are. Um, oh, action and intellect and intelligence and mental things of that general nature. Also, um, potentially destructive things, um. That's the suit where things tend to be heightened. Uh, one might say 
dramatic as hell. Um, <laughs> I call that the intense drama section. Um, the like the more violent drama, I suppose. Um, in theory, uh, yeah, that's that section. Also, just chaos. Um, anyway. But the wand section, this is typically referring to creativity. So I think this might be a note with regard to, um, you're just mentioning uh, making music. I would, I think this is more pointing out, um, make sure you aren't, you don't get too hung up on something being perfect. I don't know if that tends to be an issue for you. Um, <laughs> uh, it definitely does. Well, then this is a note. <laughs> then this note is don't worry about it being too perfect um don't i, I think i might apply this more to, to podcasting mm-hmm. than for creating music but oh well uh, that works too with like editing i go too hard in the paint sometimes <laughs> and stress myself out trying to make the audio completely perfect and, uh uh that is an issue that i know that i have and <laughs> it's re- a thing resonates that, strong with me it's a thing that makes you an effective audio engineer it also is but it also is a thing that oh boy um <laughs> oh boy can stress people out um specifically stress you out so try not to stress yourself out so much about it um and be aware like again remember that you have that tendency and just be aware of making sure that you don't give into it um all of the time um i find that to be i think a good a good lesson with that card i know this card has come up in past readings and i'm pretty sure that has been exactly what it's meant every time mm-hmm I think that's a standard way to refer to it. There's also other cards in this deck about like um, referring to like obsessing over something being perfect. And this is the nicer of them. So there's that. Um, my cards like you. They're being nice to you Aww. overall. <laughs> yeah. This is a good thing. This is very, very good. As long as they're not dragging people actively, I feel very good about it. Um, <laughs> doesn't tend to happen often but when it does ugh. um so the next card here is the daughter of pentacles uh this is why i said the the mother of pentacles previously would come up again because it kind of naturally would when the two the two more feminine cards um within the suit of pentacles are both in this reading um now, the Daughter of Pentacles is responsible, kind, and supportive. Um, you'll usually find the Daughter of Pentacles behind the scenes rather than out in the spotlight. Though quite shy, she's extremely hardworking and responsible. She handles details and logistics well. Um, people depend on her. She has vast amounts of inner strength, like all of the Pentacles family. The daughter thrives when in nature. Huh. Well, so in the future, you might find yourself, um, you might find yourself, um, being extremely, uh, extremely hardworking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And very logis- logistics focused. Um, but within that, you'll have a lot of inner strength. So focusing on the building of that inner strength is always a good thing. At least I think it is. I don't yeah, know. I agree. Yeah. Good to be strong. Always good to be strong. Yes. Um, that is yes. me. I am strong. <laughs> I don't know why that took me by surprise. Um, <laughs> I have no idea why that took me by surprise at all. Um, it shouldn't have, just overall, um, for reasons. But, well, yeah. It's good, it, it is good to remember that and good to be that. Now, there is one last card in this reading. Um, and that last, uh, last little little card there 
is from a different deck. I don't know that I mentioned that before. Um, this deck, uh, the one that we've been using this for this reading, is the Wild Unknown um, regular tarot deck. Now with this one, we're moving into the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck. Oh. Which I, yeah. I love this deck, um, and I love, I love these cards overall because they... They tell you, um, they focus on, like, okay, it's sort of like if you took the court cards of the other deck, but you extrapolated them into a bunch of different, like, types of personalities, but represented by animals. That's what, that's what this whole entire deck is. Um, Yeah, but these tend to apply directly to a single individual, um, and oftentimes refer well, in this particular context, refers to an energy, um, an energy to carry into whatever the next phase of whatever you're doing is. And I like this one a lot with the last bit, um, with the last bit of everything, um, because this one is the elephant. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Fun thing about this deck is that the uh, about this particular. Um, this particular deck is all of the animals um, are sort of categorized into um, sections based on elements, and this one's element is fire, um, which is an element I never think of when I think of elephants, um, <laughs> just in general. Um, I love both fire and um, elephants, but, well, I always think of earth when I think of elephants because they're big and yeah like they're sort of big and earthy earthy type things or water even because they got a like trunk and i picture them spouting water at things um but i guess fire works too all right i won't question this deck that's fine um so the elephant is unstoppable this sentence is just correct but all right um yeah so the elephant is unstoppable auspicious and wise um so i'll i'll read through this one the elephant is arguably the most auspicious figure in the deck like ganesh the elephant represents immense wisdom as well as good fortune it is said that the great elephant is the destroyer of obstacles. So if this card appears when you feel stuck, rest assured the path will soon become clear. To add to the mystery, the elephant is also known to create obstacles in order to steer us in the right direction. Trust this gentle, noble creature. It illuminates the way with light and self-knowledge. I also read that last bit wrong. It is actually, it illuminates the way with the light of self-knowledge. But whatever, with light and self-knowledge, sure. Um, When in balance, this uh, sort of represents a single, a single one-pointed focus, um, being generous and loving. Um, When out of balance, this is cryptic, but misunderstands fate. Oh, boy. Don't know what the fuck that means. Um, <laughs> I personally cannot imagine what that means, but sure. Um, and then uh, to bring, if you find yourself misunderstanding fate, um, to bring yourself back into balance requires trust. And that is, uh, that's what this card has to say. Um Though that last bit of bringing it into balance, um, I think that's an important part to sort of focus on, since you uh, you've mentioned uh, being uh, a little bit concerned about the future and concerned about the direction in which things are heading, particularly because things seem good. Um, I suppose this card is encouraging you to trust in the process a little bit there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So yeah, um overall, I think the the things that sort of came up with this reading um I think the things that sort of resonated the most it seems were uh were well, was the card of self-destruction. 
um <laughs> which sure um and uh a little bit the current situation like the current uh the uh five of was it no not the five sorry the five of swords was self-destruction the other one was the six of swords which was yeah hope and things finally looking good that be on the right track there yeah yeah i think so all right cool excellent um did anything else sort of come up during this that uh that sort of made you think of um I feel like the uh, mother and daughter of pentacles, mm-hmm. um, like more or less, uh, just, just I guess from my own I- interpretation, maybe just like mm-hmm. the mother represents like my kind of my goals and who I wanted to be a while back. Mm. And then the daughter is like kind of, if I follow this path kind of more along the lines of who I will be. Yeah. And uh, I like that a lot. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I like to hear that personally, but also, well, one, I like to hear that the reading made some semblance of sense, um, just because I'm so goddamn tired and have no idea what regular <laughs> words are um, today, <laughs> just overall. Um, I don't know. It's been snowing for like two days. And for oh. some reason, that just also ruins my brain. Like, I just can't function anymore. Uh, but yeah, in any case. Yeah, so that's the that is the reading, the reading overall. Um, now, I suppose the best thing to do here is to uh, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, yeah, so you can find me pretty much anywhere on the internet at Dantendo sixty four, D A N T E N D O six four. Yes, Twitter, Instagram. TikTok, uh, other places probably, but I, if, if I'm not mentioning them right now, it's because I forget they exist. Uh, <laughs> so I'm probably not on there a lot. Oh, but, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me there and I tweet about any shows that I'm on, uh, or projects that I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. And I highly recommend that y'all, uh, check out the, if you want to hear, um, want to hear all of the various podcasts that you've been on um that they should check out your pinned tweet from five days ago um (laughs) as i record this i don't know if it'll still be there but um i will bookmark it personally so that i can um hopefully find find this again later so i can um add it to the notes um it'll still be there i'm not gonna unpin it for a while Fabulous. Okay. Well, good. I will <laughs> also just write the show notes a little bit ahead of time. Anyway, that'll probably help out a little. Um, but that uh, that um, link to Pod Chaser there has all of the various spots that you've appeared in. So that's pretty cool. Also, great that Pod Chaser that Pod Chaser like tags that. Just yeah, wildly incredible. Um, yeah, so I will make sure to post those in the show notes as well as links to some of the shows that you uh, have been on um, directly so that, you know, people will be able to access those. And uh, yeah, I think that will be good. I did not realize you had a TikTok and I am going to have to follow you. Oh, no. I don't, I don't know all of what's going to be there, but I'm kind of excited about There's it. There's going to be uh, a lot. It's a mix of a lot of things. It's mostly just dumb videos a la the age of vine which i miss quite a bit oh my god i okay i (laughs) i held out with vine until it was already dead and then i realized that i had missed so much good amazing stuff and i'm i will never forgive myself for that like one of my favorite things is watching vine compilations on youtube just Mm -hmm. 
Oh, perfect. Yeah. She has affection. Um, and uh, I think my favorite one, my favorite vine overall is um, <laughs> is on today's forecast. <laughs> on today's forecast, we can clearly see that somebody got me fucked up. <laughs> it's my favorite yeah, one. Um, <laughs> very good. Oh, that's my favorite one. Um, I uh, always, always a good one. Also, always a little bit true. Um, <laughs> always a little bit my mood. Uh, <laughs> yes. any, anytime I open up Twitter, like that is truly. I just post that got me fucked up. Like, every single time I look at that, I'm like, I will. I open up this app, and the first thing that I'm going to see is going to fuck up my brain for a whole day. Yup. Maybe I should not open the app as much, but well, <laughs> here we are. Um, honestly, that's one of the reasons I barely go on TikTok now because I, it, it started to happen there too. Yeah. Um, and then I would just get on this weird loop of rewatching the same video over and over again until I like figure out specifically the part of it that made me mad. Um. That's not helpful. Um, it's not a helpful <laughs> loop to get caught in. But anyway, um, <laughs> oh well. Um, listeners, if you would like to, um, if you would like to get in touch with me or the show overall, um, you can do that pretty much anywhere. I'm at Red Black Golden, literally on everything because, of course, I am. Black is spelt fancy, but y'all knew that already. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, check out some other shows from Paperboat Productions, um, particularly playing games with my heart. You should check that out. Um, super duper fun. Um, I will eventually be on an episode of that. I will not tell y'all which one or when, mainly because we have not recorded it yet and I don't know myself. So um, <laughs> when we eventually do... <laughs> It'll be, it'll be lovely. Um, or you can also always check out uh, a horror borealis, uh, a horror borealis, and specifically, HB seventy six, and also, um, losers a love story. Check those out because those are also quite fun and a good time. Um, and uh, when y'all listen to this, hop into the paperboats Discord and link and send me a link to your favorite, uh, your favorite vine. Um, you can find them pretty much all on YouTube. If you remember any part of it, you can type it in and it'll probably come up. So send that on over because I want to see him. Um, be well, dear listeners. Do as much good work as you possibly can while also taking care of yourselves. Um, be generally um, safe and healthy and well. And well, I guess overall, just stay safe out there. <laughs>